0: My girlfriend sucked 37 dicks. In a row? All right. So, welcome to the Homewrecker podcast. I am the Golden Green Alex Arion, and and I'm joined by my trophy wife, (laughs) the lovely Monique.
1: Hello. (laughs) So, as you heard our intro, um... That's from Clerks. And what we're going to be talking about today are past Uh, relationships. Is that something you really should discuss with your partner, your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife? Do they really need to know you sucked 37 dicks? I don't know. We're going to talk about it today.
0: Yeah, it should make for an interesting conversation. (laughs) But first, Monique, how are you feeling? How are you doing today?
1: I am exhausted.
0: Why are you exhausted?
1: I recently got back into eating better and working out. I've had some health issues over the past few years, which made working out very difficult for me. So I got my health back on track, and I started with DDP yoga to get in shape, and then Alex offered to make a workout and nutrition plan for me. So I have been doing that the past couple weeks, and these workouts are kicking my ass. They're great. Don't get me wrong. Oh, but they they push me. They definitely do. And uh, I'm feeling it today. I, I can barely move. My body's still shaking.
0: That is fantastic to hear. I'm glad. Um, yeah, you definitely. You're pr- sadistic. Well, you know, it, it is what it is. It's if you want to get in shape, then you have to do the work. And you've been doing the work. So I'm really, uh, really happy. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Anybody that wants to get in shape. You obviously have to work out. you got to eat right. It's not easy, but it is, if that makes any sense. I know you're looking at me kind of funny, but you can find all kinds of information everywhere on the Internet about how to work out. You can see how to do exercises on YouTube. You can go to the gym and see what other lunkheads are doing. But at the end of the day, you just have to decide, yeah, I want to get in shape. You have to figure out why you want to get in shape, and then you have to just freaking do it. That's it. You just have to do it. And I think a lot of people, what happens is they don't have somebody that holds them accountable. Some people will post pictures of themselves on whatever, Facebook, I guess. I haven't been on Instagram, Facebook in years. Instagram, Instagram, Twitter. That's one way of keeping yourself accountable. Another way is you, you have a partner, you know, a, you know, a friend or...
1: Well, it helps when you have somebody supporting you, somebody pushing you and driving you. I know personally... You know, first thing I want to do is go straight for that five-pound bag of Cadbury mini eggs, but I stop and I think... Yeah, mm, you have a problem. I do. They're delicious. And I do order five-pound bulk bags of Cadbury mini eggs on Amazon, but that's not the point. When you have that other person, somebody to push you, and you say, you know what, nope, I can do this. I'm not going to eat those mini eggs, and I'm going to go work out, and I'm going to eat healthy it it's just nice to have support from somebody.
0: Yeah. Like I said, accountability. You need somebody to hold you accountable. If you can't do it yourself, you have to have somebody that can just kind of tell you, hey, this is what you need to do. Do it. Stick with it. And if you start trying to stray from the path, you, you need to have that somebody that goes, no. Just stick with it. Do it.
1: And I think it's important to tell yourself, you can do this. So when you're doing your push-ups or whatever it is you're doing, just keep saying, you can do this if you believe you can do it, you can do it. The moment you stop, you start to think, I, I can't do this. You've already given up. So just don't give up and keep going. And that's kind of, that's, that's how we do it.
0: So there's your inspiration, I guess, Yay. for the week. But what we're going to talk about today is, uh, it's a little bit more, how controversial would that be the word?
1: I, I don't know. I, I think it's something most people don't want to talk about and it just kind of comes up. Yeah, it's kind of taboo.
0: You don't want, really want to bring it up. You don't want to be the one that does bring it up in, in a relationship. I mean, but what do you
1: do? You're on your third date, and so how many people have you slept with? And some people play that game, but yeah. I think a lot of people want to avoid it.
0: Well, ha- has that ever happened to you?
1: I don't know. I know it's come up in past relationships where I'm with somebody and they're curious about how many people. But it's funny because in my experience, guys want to know how many people the girls have slept with, but they don't want to say how many, you know, women they themselves have been with.
0: Well, yeah, because as a speaking as a guy, you you don't want to. Well, you I guess me personally, I whatever. I don't care. But if you're looking for, if you're looking to settle down with somebody, if you're a guy that is at that point in their life where they're looking to settle down with somebody, yeah, you might want to know if a girl's been with a ton of guys, do you really want to be with a woman that has slept with, I will say, 50 guys? Do you really want to be, do you really want that to be your wife?
1: But you also have to look at the person themselves. They could have slept with 50 guys. How old are they? You know, if, if they're in their 30s or 40s, over time, maybe that's not so many. But also, are they a good person? You know, did you fall in love with them? All these things should matter too. And then that kind of stuff maybe shouldn't matter.
0: I, all right. I guess that's one way of looking at it. But so, a- anyway, my question: Has that ever happened to you? Has anybody on like a second or third date said so? How many people have you slept with?
1: No, not not on a second or third date. It's never happened to No, you? has it happened to you? Uh,
0: yeah, it's happened to me. Do tell. Oh, I just, I'm not gonna name any names. Obviously, there's no reason for that. But yeah, I've been asked that on it on a date. So, how many people you've been with? Were
1: and you honest?
0: I think I didn't answer it. Pretty sure I didn't answer the question, which of course was a red flag to the girl. Like, oh, this guy's a man whore, or whatever.
1: Well, I, I will admit I've heard some stories about you. I, I again, I before we were together, guys talk, they tell stories. I tried, I considered myself one of the guys. I didn't care about that stuff. And then it wasn't until after we were together where somebody. Like came up, and I realized, wait a minute, I think that's the person that so and so said Alex slept with. Oh, that's kind of awkward. And it wasn't until many years later, maybe
0: this is nine awkward. years this later, this is awkward right now. <laughs> nine
1: years later, when I finally brought it up, but we were able to have a mature conversation about it. I'm not upset because, oh my gosh, he's, he was with somebody before me. Let's be honest. We know we weren't virgins before we got together. But for the most part, we don't talk about how many people we've been with because it doesn't really matter. And I don't know. It,
0: it doesn't matter to us, but it does matter to other people. Other people. I, I think it's an insecurity personally. I think.
1: So if I came to you and I said, yeah, I uh, let me pick a number. I don't know. Like, let's say I have said 25 guys. I slept with 25 guys.
0: The whore. That's what I would think. What a slut. Okay, so
1: what's the magic number where it wouldn't matter? And is it different for a girl versus a guy?
0: See, uh, that's I th- tough. I don't know. I don't I think th- I don't there's
1: a stereotype where it's of okay for guys is. to be with more women.
0: Of course there is, and it and it is okay for guys to be with more women. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, there's a stereotype. It, it, that's it, I mean, think about it. Since the beginning of time, you've had kings and and conquerors and whatever that have. Either multiple wives, or they have wives and maidens, and this and that. It's it's just how it's always been.
1: It's a ridiculous double standard.
0: I don't know about ridiculous, but it is a double standard. Every, every woman listening to this right now is like shutting it off, like <laughs> they don't want to hear anything <laughs> like, else like, Alex, I have to say. Shut up. But but thank you for letting me just speak because it, it's that it, I'm speaking truth, and and I know that's pretty controversial nowadays. You shouldn't really be talking about some of this stuff. But I don't care. It's the truth. That's what it is. Yeah, it's a double standard. Is it? Is it right? Yeah, I guess it all depends on who you're talking to. Me personally, it's that's how it's always been. I am getting so much heat right now <laughs> from everybody listening. I'm sure.
1: I'm just looking at him, and he's getting more fired up. So he gets louder. You'll notice this the more you listen to us. The more fired up he gets on a topic, the louder he gets. And I just look at him, and I try not to laugh
0: yeah she thinks it's funny when I get fired <laughs> it up it
1: is it is so relationships do you talk about it don't you we're diving into past, relationships, past yeah. relationships I think it's normal to talk to a certain extent about past relationships and when I say that I mean we, we talk about our exes we're in a relationship. Yeah, you know, my ex-boyfriend was a dick or my girlfriend was crazy, whatever you want to say, or, oh, no, we, we broke it off. We're on good terms. But you don't get into specifics. I think it's okay to let people know where you've been coming from. Myself, personally, I was in some bad relationships. I had been in some abusive relationships. And I think it's okay to talk about that so the other person knows where you're coming from. But I don't think you need to go into specifics with everything. I I feel like they probably just don't want to hear about that.
0: I would agree with that. I don't, yeah, I I would agree with that. Absolutely. There's no need to go into into the specifics, but yeah, I I think it's healthy to talk about maybe some past experiences. You know, if you had a bad experience with with somebody and say I'm acting in a similar way or doing something that somebody that maybe reminds you of a past experience you had. I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I think it's okay to say, you know, my ex did that. I I freaking hated it, or it made me uncomfortable, or whatever. And I, I think I've, that's okay to say that kind I've of stuff. I've actually
1: done that with you. Yeah. I, I had an ex who had a drinking problem, and he would use both his hands and grab me by, like, my face and my head and, like, hold me to kiss me, and I couldn't stand it. I hated it so one of the things I flat out said, it's like traumatizing for me because I hated when this person did it. So please just don't do that. And he never did.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, stuff like that, I think that's that's fair. That's realistic. I think that's good.
1: I want to bring up, there was uh, an article from 2010, Cosmo and AskMen.com teamed up <laughs> about this subject. And basically, AskMen.com recommended to For women to bend the truth as to, quote unquote, not bruise his ego. Because the truth isn't always the best option. Like, seriously? So bend the truth? Why not just flat out say, no, I don't want to tell you this. Or no, I don't want to hear this. Why not be honest with them? I mean, if if you're just with somebody because whatever, you don't care, do what you want. But if you want to be in a serious relationship with somebody... You have to be honest, and if that honesty is saying, I don't want to talk about it or I don't want to hear about it, I think there's nothing wrong with that.
0: I'm impressed that you actually went and did research about this topic and looked this stuff up. (laughs) But, no, I agree with you. I think, uh, yeah, you got to be honest as much as much as, as you think would be comfortable for the other person. I mean, some people say they want the truth, but then it's like Jack Nicholson said in that movie, you can't handle the truth. You want the truth. You can't handle the truth. I think that that's also something. I think a lot of times people say they want the truth, but they really don't want the truth.
1: They want to. They want to hear their version of what they fantasize the truth to be. So, honey, so how many women have you been with? In their little daydream, you know what? I was in love with this one woman, and she broke my heart. And you're the only other person I've been with, or you know something like that. And I think for guys, it's like no, I've been saving myself for the right person, and that person's you. That this is this imaginary conversation that they want to play out, and they know it's not going to happen, but some are crazy enough just to go and ask anyway. Yeah, agreed. According to the article with Cosmo and AskMen.com, they recommend instead of saying that your ex-partner was good or bad at sex, instead saying, There were good times and bad times in the bedroom. Does anyone really have a conversation like that?
0: Unless you really want either your ego bruised or you want to feel horrible about yourself, uh, you don't have that conversation. I
1: I didn't think so. Some of the things I was reading, I was really shocked that they, they would mention that, like, who the hell talks about this stuff anyway? And in terms of getting specific about the actual sex you've had with an ex or, or somebody you've been with, unless you're into that kind of thing. And, hey, s- there's different people. They're into open relationships, whatever. There's all different types. But I'm talking about serious relationships with one partner, being monogamous. And do you really talk about that? Because I know we don't.
0: No, I, don't, I really don't want to know.
1: And who the fuck cares, honestly? Maybe. What I care about is our relationship.
0: Yeah. I think, yeah, same here. I, I don't care. And, and if you wanted to tell me shit, I'd be like, I don't care. I don't want to know. Like, I had no reason to know. And if I did know, if I did find out or whatever, I, I'm not, I don't consider myself an insecure person. So I don't think it would really bother me all that much because whatever, it was in the past. I've done crazy shit in my past too, but so what? It's in the past. We worry about now and what's going on now.
1: Exactly. Let's talk about cheating Do you tell your partner if you've cheated on your exes?
0: Wow. Here we go. Cheating.
1: Let's open that can of worms. Oh,
0: my. Okay.
1: Let me start with Alex. When we were seeing each other, you were open. You told me that you cheated on your exes before.
0: Yeah, I was very honest about it. And I can be honest. Well, obviously, right now, being honest, I cheated on every single one of my exes. So if any of my exes happen (laughs) to come across this... Uh Uh-oh. Yep. uh, Yeah, if you had suspicions and you didn't know for sure, yeah, I was. I was cheating on you. I was a dog.
1: Until you met me.
0: Until I met you. I changed your ways. You didn't change my ways. I think it's just...
1: Well, go into your philosophy.
0: Okay, first off, I wouldn't go back and change anything. I would keep everything the exact same. The only thing I would do differently is I wouldn't actually... Be in relationships with these people. That's all. I wouldn't be in relationships with them because I obvi- I wasn't ready to be in a relationship. I it was more of a convenience thing, I guess. So yeah, that that probably be the thing I would change. I wouldn't be in relationship with these people.
1: Well, as you just said, I think sometimes you're in a relationship with somebody and you're not fulfilled or you're not happy. And that is why you end up cheating. They're, you're missing something. Something's lacking. For me, yes, I did cheat on an ex before. It was somebody who I tried breaking up with them. And they pulled the please don't leave me. I'll, I'll change. I'll do whatever. And Pathetic. you feel bad. Yeah. And you feel bad. So you're That's like, oh, okay. That's not a man.
0: That's a beta. <laughs>
1: You feel bad, you feel basically guilted into staying with this person once you've finally gotten the courage to decide, okay, this isn't working, we need to move on. So you end up staying, and you realize, like, you really try, and then you realize that, uh, it's just not working because you, you're you out one night, and, and you're cheating. You find somebody that strikes your fancy, and you end up cheating on them. All right. It's a sign of you need to break up with that person.
0: Yeah, and that, that's why I would say, like, for me and my particular situations. I'm not going to badmouth any of the girls. None of them were bad people. They're all really nice, sweet people. I shouldn't have been in a relationship at the time. That's it. It's that simple. And when I met you and when I started to get feelings for you and we started to get serious, I'll be honest, and I've told you this before, before you and I started seeing each other, I had pretty much accepted to myself that I wasn't going to find that special somebody and I had accepted that I was probably going to be alone because I'm I'm very, you know me, I'm very disciplined, I'm very steadfast in my ways, I'm stubborn. And yes, you are stubborn. Yes, and I have a, a specific, my mindset, it, it's once I'm focused and zeroed in on something or if I feel a certain way about something, that's it. You're not going to change me. So I come to terms with the fact that I was probably going to be alone for the rest of my life, and I was fine with it. I, I was seriously fine with it. And then I met you, and, yeah, it all kind of just changed. I was like, oh, wow, I actually really like this girl a lot. And slowly started to, I, well, not really slowly. Oh, how you
1: were in love with me after yeah. two weeks. Not, not slowly. Let's
0: be honest. Yeah I, I, yeah, I said it and then realized, wait, and that wasn't really slow. Uh, yeah, I fell madly in love with you. And that was the first time I'd ever felt that way. I thought before what I would felt for these other girls was love, but it wasn't. I mean, I didn't know I was in love till I was actually in love.
1: Thank you. Well, I think that we should also bring up cheating when you're, I guess, dating somebody, going out with somebody in a committed relationship, but haven't taken the next step to marriage versus actually being married and cheating on somebody. I know in the past you, you said that to me. You felt like, oh, well, I'm not married, so it's not that bad.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, that was kind of how I justified it to myself back then. I'm not married, so what does it matter.
1: But I think there are people who still have that mentality of, well, you're not married yet, so it doesn't really count.
0: Yeah, listen, if you're with somebody and you're like, oh, I'm, this is my girlfriend, this is my boyfriend, whatever, whatever situation you're in, if you've made that commitment to be in a relationship with somebody, Cheating's cheating, and like I said, for me, I justified it by saying, "Well, I wasn't married." I told you this once. For me, marriage—that's it. That's it. I'm married to you. I—I've made a commitment. Th- those vows you take to me—they're not just words you say one day and then forget about them. That's—that's that's it. I'm married to you forever, till death do us part. That's for better or worse. You know, all that stuff. That to me. It's forever because that's what it's designed to be and that's what it's supposed to be. Nowadays, what is it, what's What's the divorce rate? Like 80% of couples or whatever the hell it is? I
1: actually, I did the research. You
0: did? Okay, I did shocking.
1: Research. <laughs> I looked up stats. I was curious. I think there's a stigma that men are more likely
0: to cheat. Well, well wait, what's the divorce rate? You said you did...
1: Well, I think the divorce rate's at 50%. Yeah, well, I'm right
0: not going to be, uh, th- my whole thing is, if I'm going to get married, I'm not going to get divorced.
1: Well, I That's, have been so divorced already. Yeah, so you have been. If there's a 50% chance, the last one didn't work, so this one's bound to work exactly. out, Exactly. Right?
0: There you go. Perfect. So, I, I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: I did look up, because I was curious, I know there's that stigma that men are more likely to cheat. But let's see what's going on. Last year, the Institute for Family Studies claimed, in general, men are more likely to cheat at 20% of men versus 13% of women. However, the gender gap varies by age. So adults 18 to 29, women are slightly more likely to cheat. Ages 30 (laughs) to 34, men are more likely to cheat. Women in their 60s reported the highest rate at 16% cheat. But when we get to their 70s and 80s, men cheat more. Wow! And of course, I didn't just want to use that. I went to (laughs) Trustify.com and they claimed in 2018, 55% of men claimed to cheat on their wives with five or more people in their marriage.
0: (laughs) Wow. Compared
1: to 50% of women admitted to cheating with only one person in their marriage. Now, the trustify.com and the Institute for Family Studies was with married couples. 55% of men and 50% of women. We're looking at, okay, that's how you get that divorce rate.
0: Yeah, there, that, there it is right there. there that's why, That's why. And I think, seriously, if you go back and look at some of these couples, how many of them should have been married in the first place? Pretty much. Yeah. Don't get married unless you freaking mean it. Okay? That's some advice from me. Guys, don't ask her to marry you if you don't plan on being with her forever. And also,
1: if you do marry somebody and you're having problems, be honest. Talk about them. We talked about our last podcast. We want the truth. We want to know what's going on. Alex and I look at, we want to be honest with each other. And if you let these little things build up, that's what breaks apart relationships. So be honest with the person you're with because... Why are you marrying somebody if you can't be honest with them?
0: Right, exactly. I didn't realize this was going to, this this morphed into like a relationship advice kind of <laughs>
1: podcast. Aliens and relationships. That's what the Homewrecker podcast is all about. Oh, wow. Now, we've talked about cheating and being honest, wanting to know the truth. Right. Would you want to know if you were cheated on? Would
0: I want to know if you cheated on me? Yes,
1: well, I, I know you would, and I, the same because of the type of people we are. But in general, do you think people want to know?
0: Can, can I expand on, on my yes? Yes. Okay. So, yes, I would want to know if you cheated on me while we were married, 100%. And when I said before, marriage is till death to us part. No, I wouldn't divorce you or whatever. My one exception would be if I found out you cheated on me. I would say, nope, see you, bye. And, and that's how I am. I wouldn't do it to you. I don't expect you to do it to me. There are exceptions. Okay, so I'm going to go back on what I said. There are exceptions. No, and that's cheating. I wouldn't do it to you. And and if I did, if I, for whatever reason, if somehow that happened, I would expect the same from you to be like, okay, No, I ya.
1: agree. But I, I just think it's funny because in my brain, that's not even an option. And I think about till death do us part. If you were to die before me, I've already told you. You're, you're going to be cremated, and I'm going to take you with me everywhere because I want to be with you even after you're gone. I want you to become a ghost and be with me, damn it.
0: Wow. Yeah, you're nuts.
1: I know, yeah. but I just love you. I'm nuts about you. I'm
0: nuts about you, nuts about you too. So anyway, let's not uh, let's, let's get too mushy now. We're, we're talking about cheating. Would you want to know?
1: Yes, I, I would. It brings me to my next part. Your spouse comes out and says, honey, I've cheated on you but I love you and I want to make this work. Would you? Like, would you be able to make it work? I don't think I could because that's happened to me in the past. And there's that trust. Like, it's so hard to get that trust back. I think there are couples who can do that and all the power to them. But I don't think I could because you're always going to have that lingering thought in the back of your mind. Oh, they said they're working late tonight. Are they really working late? It makes it so hard to trust them.
0: Yeah, I agree. And that's the big thing is the trust. I trust you implicitly. And I would like to think that you feel the same about me. I do. Once that, if that trust gets broken, yeah, I don't know. I know that there are couples out there that make it work and more power to them. I don't think I could be, uh, you couldn't put me in that in that group. I wouldn't be able to make it work.
1: And even if you try to trust somebody, for the other person, if they're getting thrown in their face, well, you said you're working late. Where are you? I want to ping you on your iPhone. And I want to know exactly where you are. And the person's like, you you got to cut me some slack. I, I could just see it blowing up in their faces trying to do that because you have one person who was burned and then the other person feeling like they're trying to make it work, but they can't be trusted. Yeah. Which I feel like if you cheat on your spouse, you have to earn that trust back.
0: Yeah, you have to earn it back. And, and again, even with people and couples that have made that have had that particular situation. I don't know. Does it ever really fully come back?
1: I I don't know. Maybe it does.
0: I don't know. I I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Did you have anything else to add about cheating?
1: I don't think I did.
0: Okay. Uh, Then I'm going to toss one at you. How do you feel about ultimatums in relationships?
1: Oh, those are the worst. I hate ultimatums. And anyone who gives them, please just don't. Don't do it. It's not worth it. If you actually have to go to somebody and say, you need to do this or else... Doesn't that tell you right there the problem with your relationship?
0: Yeah. Has anybody ever given you an ultimatum? And what happened when it, when they did, if they did?
1: I don't think anyone has ever given me an ultimatum. I've had guys, ex- exes, beg me not to break up with them, but Such I've Such clowns. Uh, you know what? They're they're good people. They're good guys. So we don't want to throw shade at them, as the kids say. Jesus. But. I've never been given an ultimatum. You have, though.
0: Oh, yeah, I have. Yep, sure have.
1: Why don't you tell the listeners what happened?
0: Well, I'm not going to give the exact specifics, but I'll tell you what happened when the ultimatum came my way.
1: Can you tell them what the ultimatum was?
0: Well, w- one of the biggest ultimatums I was ever given, and I, I'm sure this is people have had this happen before, uh, I was told that I needed to propose and get married to this person or they would leave. And I looked right at her and I said, bye. And that's not an exaggeration. I said, okay, bye. I don't do ultimatums at all. And I don't think anybody should do an ultimatum.
1: I agree with you. I think there's a difference between dropping hints, looking at engagement rings, diamonds, things like that, pointing out that, oh, that's such a pretty ring. I like that. Giving the hint of, okay, I'm ready for this. But to flat out say marry me or else, propose to me or else, you got to be prepared for the or else. You pretty much have to expect that. We're going to be breaking up because I'm saying this.
0: I wish, I wish, So I don't mean to cut you off. Well, I do mean to cut you off. I wish that I had videotaped this whole interaction because if you could see the look on this poor girl's face when I said, okay, bye. If you could have, she wasn't expecting that. I think she honestly thought that I was going to, B, having been with me for about, no, oh, I think we were probably together about eight months at that point. Having been with me that long and knowing the kind of person I am, not expecting that kind of a reaction from me, I I don't know what the hell she was thinking.
1: Well, actually, I was, I, well, no, it wasn't an ultimatum. I was going to say, when you proposed to me, it wasn't an ultimatum, but it was a, a command, if you will, because you didn't ask me to marry you. You just said, you have to marry me. Yeah, I told you you <laughs> had to marry me. That was yes. it. During a Lemmy documentary we and were watching. And you listened. I did, though. Because
0: you know yeah. that you have to obey me, woman.
1: For the most part, I do. <laughs> I know my role in the kitchen, <laughs> being pregnant, barefoot in the kitchen, uh, making sandwiches for my husband yeah, yeah, or yeah. steak.
0: Um, <laughs> so no ultimatums for you? No. Nothing. No ultimatums. Wow. I guess I'm
1: lucky. Yeah,
0: you are lucky. You're not, not going to get any from me either because I am not. don't play that game. I think it's stupid.
1: Talk about being put on the spot, though. Uh, you need to do this or else. In a relationship, somebody who is supposed to love you and trust you and you're supposed to feel that way about, and they're putting you on the spot like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So anybody that's listening, if you've ever put somebody in, in that kind of a position, you're shame on you. You're a dick or you're a. Bitch.
1: But please keep listening to us. And have you ever been given an ultimatum? Tell us about it. Tweet us at Pod, Or you can go to our website www.homewreckerpodcast.com and you can leave us a comment and tell us about it.
0: Yeah. D- and, and we want to know, first off, have you ever given an ultimatum? Have you ever been given an ultimatum? And what was that ultimatum? Yeah, get, get detailed and specific. We, we want to know.
1: We want to know, definitely. Share, share that possibly traumatizing information with us.
0: <laughs> so I've got a question for you. We've talked about cheating. We've talked about ultimatums. Have you ever been stood up by someone, or have you ever stood someone up?
1: I have been stood up so many times. I know some of you might find it hard to believe. But, yeah, I've been stood up quite a lot in my life. I have never stood anyone up because I'm not that kind of person. Yeah, I've bailed at the last minute, but I told them I can't do it. Something's come up. I'm usually, for the most part, pretty honest about that. But, and I think because I've been stood up so many times, it, you just you know what it feels like, and you don't want to put that upon somebody
0: else. Okay, so w- let's hear one. When you got stood up, what happened?
1: Just one? Okay, well, well. we could
0: hear multiple. How many times is it? Jeez, how many have you had? <laughs> You're looking at me like, <laughs> I'm not going to like the answer. <laughs> or something.
1: More than I would have liked. <laughs>
0: okay, well, let's hear Let's hear well, one and we'll one, see it.
1: Well, one, I think it's not a full being stood up, but it was pretty much being stood up. I was going out with a guy.
0: What does that even mean? It's not a full being stood up.
1: you you'll understand when I get there. Okay. I, I was going out with this guy and it was my 21st birthday. I was bartending at the time and going to school, and I worked 11 to 7 that night. So after work, a bunch of people that I knew came in, and they wanted to buy me birthday drinks. So I said, sure, and I had a couple drinks. And when I got home, my parents, the the sweet, wonderful people they are, got me one of my favorite restaurants. It's a Greek restaurant in Lowell, Mass., the Olympia restaurant, and they got me lamb and rice and potatoes from there. And I was I was drunk, so I did my best to. So you
0: <laughs> you've loved the Greek for <laughs> a long time. Oh
1: yeah, <laughs> love the lamb. I ate I ate my food. I started sobering up a little, but my boyfriend was supposed to come and pick me up and take me out for my birthday. He was working, but he said he would be there around seven thirty, eight o'clock, the latest. So I thought, oh, I have to eat quick because he's going to be here. I did my makeup, uh, you know, red lipstick and everything. And I sat on the couch and I waited. And I waited and then I fell asleep. So around nine thirty, ten o'clock, knock on my door. It's him. My reaction is, where were you? And he said he got stuck at work late. I don't know if that's the truth. And he's like, just looking at me kind of funny. And I said, well, you can just go home because... I'm tired. I fell asleep. I don't want to go out now. And he's like, oh, OK. And he's looking at me kind of funny. So I'm like, what? He goes, you have like red. Li- I can tell you fell asleep because you have red lipstick smeared <laughs> on your face. <laughs> I was like, oh, awesome. So to add insult to injury, not only did he not show up on time to pick me up and take me out for my birthday, but when he did finally arrive, I had red lipstick all over my face.
0: The 21st birthday, too. That's one you're never going to forget.
1: And I haven't, as you can Uh, tell. Yeah,
0: obviously. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Let's hear another one. I'm sorry. Let's let's bring up some more painful memories of your past. Sure,
1: let's put some salt on these old wounds. Yeah, let's hear some more. Thanks. Uh, I remember one time I was with a friend from work, and she was kind of seeing this guy. He was a cool guy, and her and I went out to a bar-restaurant place And met up with him and some of his friends. And one of his friends and I hit it off. And he asked me out. He wanted to take me to a movie the next night. And I was like, okay, sure. We exchanged phone numbers. And told. he said, you know, what time we looked up movies. We figured out the movie and the time. And he said he'd pick me up at whatever time. So I get ready. And I'm waiting. And he just never showed up. And it's funny because every single time I've been stood up, it's like I just knew. I'm an empathic person. I, I can, for the most part, I can feel things and get that sense. And I just, I knew every single time, but I just didn't want to believe it. You don't want to believe you're going to be disappointed what you mean? by somebody. Oh, you knew ahead
0: of time that this was going to happen? Well, no, I just happen? had that
1: feeling, that feeling huh. in my gut that I was going to be disappointed. And it came to fruition. I was disappointed he never called or anything
0: wow what a piece of garbage the huh?
1: best part is a couple years later he found me on facebook i think it might have been f- he found me on facebook and he's like oh hey how's it going you look great we should hang out sometime <laughs>
0: <laughs> really <laughs> to the girl that you
1: stood up <laughs> thanks i don't think so
0: you look great uh... i know Wow. (laughs) So you've never actually stood anybody up?
1: No, I'm not that kind of person. I don't want to... You know me. I don't like hurting people. I like making people happy.
0: I'm not that kind of person. So I guess I probably shouldn't tell you that I have stood someone up before.
1: I'm not shocked.
0: (laughs) I guess I am that kind of person.
1: What's important is you never stood me up.
0: No, of course not. No, I actually liked you. Thanks. (laughs) So... (laughs) As we as we just sit here staring, laughing at each other. <laughs> all right, so all right, so you've never stood anybody up, but you've been stood up at least twice. Is that it, or has there been? I mean, there
1: have been other times. Uh, let's keep it going.
0: I, We're on a roll, baby.
1: <laughs> no, I want to hear about you. No, I, 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 I wanna, think I think we've brought up enough. You sure? I I'm sure. I don't want to talk about it anymore. See that honesty? I don't want to talk about it Fair anymore. Fair enough. All but right. I do want to hear your
0: story. So I was late 20s, and I had been kind of not seeing something, I guess, yeah, seeing somebody for a while, a uh, girl that I used to work with, and she ended up moving to California, and then she came back to uh, New Hampshire to visit. So she reached out to me saying she was going to be in town, If we want to hang out and hook up. So, you know, being a, a virile, red-blooded American male full of testosterone and, and ego and ego of course i'm like yeah absolutely sure <laughs> why not so uh she texts me saying she's gonna be in town whatever on a friday saturday sunday and she's gonna be going out in the town that i lived in um, uh, with friends on i, I want to say it was a friday night and she'd been texting me throughout the day you know oh hey looking forward to seeing you tonight i'm like oh yeah me too sure great yeah uh-huh and, and I had every intention of seeing her, and it got to be probably about 10, 30, 11 o'clock, and I don't know, I just got tired. And I was just like, you know what, I, I really don't care anymore. And she had stopped texting me because at this point she had been out with her friends drinking or whatever. And so I think I got a text around midnight or 12, 31 o'clock, something like that, that she was on her way over. And I... Didn't answer it. I didn't respond, but she ended up coming over, and I was awake. And she ended up coming over and knocking on my door, and I didn't answer. And so she went around to the back door, knocked there, and I didn't answer. And she tried calling me, and I of course didn't answer. I was there the whole time, and she was drunk and wanting a piece of the Greek. And I just—I don't know if I stood her up, but is that Stannis? I don't know what that. I don't know what you call it. I I guess it's called being a dick.
1: Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because so. you couldn't just be honest and say, you know what? I'm really tired.
0: I've got a headache. I'm really tired. Just, just say you're know.
1: tired. It's late. You're tired. I don't know
0: what it was. It was. It, it, I, I don't know if I was tired or if I just decided, nah, you know, I really don't want to see her now.
1: You don't want a sloppy drunk girl all over yeah, you? Yeah, know? I think
0: maybe that's <laughs> maybe what it was. I don't know. I just, for whatever reason, I changed my mind. It was like, nah, I really don't want to see her. So,
1: uh, so instead of simply texting her and saying, "You know what, tonight's not gonna work," you made her come all the way to your place. Oh,
0: please, she was a not couple blocks away. Knock on your
1: door and, and wait outside, probably in the cold.
0: It actually was cold. I think it was like January. <laughs> oh,
1: so she's waiting on you, and then you just you just never you never came. In more ways than one. <laughs> that's that's oh. what she said.
0: Ah, yeah, no, that that's that's what happened. That's my story. So. I guess, I guess, I I guess that's standing somebody up, right? That is, is that, would absolutely you, yeah, standing you somebody that? up. Okay, yeah, yeah, I would count that. Yeah, okay, so that happened. Now, and, tell uh, me
1: about you getting stood up.
0: All right, so well, you need a little bit of background on this one. So i I had started seeing this girl. I probably we probably dated off and on for about four or five months, and she used to be a featured dancer, is what she called it, in Las Vegas.
1: You mean of the exotic type?
0: She took her clothes off for money. Okay. Good for her. Yeah, absolutely. She was, and and she was. Um,
1: was she a college student at the time?
0: I think she was, <laughs> and but she was really sweet girl. Not your stereotypical stripper type. I had to
1: pay that tuition.
0: She was talented. Let's just put it that way. She was a talented dancer.
1: Alrighty then.
0: <laughs> Awkward. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he tells his wife <laughs> as i'm
0: telling my wife this story yeah great Alrighty, so then. yeah well, this is why it's the Homemaker podcast we're bound to wreck our home over some of these stories and yeah. interactions so yeah she was a featured dancer in vegas for a while or whatever and then she ended up moving to this side of the pond uh country <laughs> <laughs> this <laughs> this is, it's wow. not las vegas yeah, it's not it, england yeah right, yeah you're right <laughs> so anyway <Wow. laughs> we're gonna keep that in we're not gonna take that out oh no that's staying yeah that's staying. So she ends up moving to this side of the country, and we started seeing each other. And I don't remember why we stopped seeing each other. I, I want to say she. I met her. She came to a uh, an event that I was at because I used to work. It was a place I used to work, whatever. they They were doing some kind of a charity dinner, and she was there with a friend of somebody that I worked with. And I met her there, and we started seeing each other. And then we stopped seeing each other because she found out Funny, this actually kind of ties into everything. She found out that I had previously been seeing somebody that she knew. So she decided she didn't want to see each other anymore. I was like, okay, that's fine. We were never serious. It was just kind of, we on a bunch of dates. So a couple months go by, and I ended up seeing her at another function for work. She was actually, at this point, a choreographer for special needs kids that were in plays. Like I said, she was a really, I, I can't say anything bad about her. She was really, really nice and and talented like dancer right
1: oh i'm sure she was
0: jeez the, the the stare and glare i'm getting from you right now it's amazing we should be
1: i don't know what you're talking
0: about <laughs> right so i ended up seeing her there and i went up to her after i said hey nice to see you how you been she's like oh hi good everything's great blah blah like hey, you know we really should get together and hang out and catch up and she said yeah, okay, you can call me. Uh, I got a new number. I'm like, okay, great. So she gives me her number and she goes, call me tomorrow. I said, okay. I think I think she even said like, call me after 12 or something like that. I said, okay, yeah, sure. Sounds good. I'll I'll talk to you then. Next day comes I call her and the phone just rings and rings and rings. Cause she gave me like her like apartment number, not like a cell phone. And so I'm like, okay, that's kind of weird. Cause I knew she had an answering machine. I, she used to anyway. So Hour goes by. I call again. Same thing. Just rings and rings and rings. I'm like, what the hell's going on? She told me to call her, I'm Mr. Ego here, so they could. She told me to call. She should be there to answer my phone call, right? I, I must have called another couple times before I finally just gave up. I was like, okay, whatever. I'll, I don't know what's going on. I mean, maybe something came up. So the next day, I see a mutual friend of ours at, at work, and I said to her, "Hey, like, what's going on with so and so? You know?" And she's like. What do you mean? I said, well, I saw her the other night and got her number, you know, because I know she had moved, and I got her number, and she told me to call her, and I called her, and she never picked up. And she goes, well, that's because she moved to Wisconsin. I go, what? What are you talking about? She goes, yeah, she moved to Wisconsin. She left yesterday, like, around noontime. She got she got everything packed up in the morning, and, like, around noontime, she got in her a in her U-Haul and drove to Wisconsin. I'm like, that's I'm what like, you get. I'm like, What? I she's st- what are you serious I couldn't believe it. I, my ego was so bruised <laughs> I could not believe that she did that to me and, yeah so yeah that was my that's my story but yeah can you believe the nerve the nerve of this woman
1: how dare she
0: how dare she does she
1: know who you are does
0: she know who I, damn it she knew who I was and she still did it more power to her
1: mm, good for her
0: so yeah that's my story of getting stood up mm. does that make you feel better yeah okay well that's good
1: i mean i probably have a higher percentage rate of getting stood up but that one where she intentionally told you to get a hold of her
0: oh yeah she like plotted this thing out yeah
1: what did you do when you guys were together well like i said something wrong
0: she got she she was really upset that i had been with someone that she knew but it was prior to her and i do you think that other.
1: matters though? Do you think it matters? You're you, you're with somebody, and then later on, you get with their friend. Do you think that should matter?
0: No, no, I don't. I don't think so. I, I mean, obviously, every situation is different. But I think
1: it depends on who the friend is. Yeah,
0: I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, I think it depends. But no, I don't think it should matter. I don't think that matters. Uh, me personally. I agree
1: with that. I, I would definitely agree. But apparently, it mattered to her.
0: Big time, big time. Yeah, c- yeah. She actually planned it like not planned it she probably didn't know i was going to be at this event but
1: what if she did what if she make it even more everything out because she knew that you were going to be there and she just all she needed was for you to go up and say hi
0: i'll take that as a compliment then because that means i left such an impression on her that she had to meticulously and diabolically plan this whole thing out to get back at me she i i left that much of an impression on her that's how awesome i was
1: yeah that's probably not what happened
0: wow Way to, way to bruise my ego there, I'm, toots. I'm just
1: being honest. All right. Need to knock you down a peg or two.
0: Yeah, I suppose that's healthy for me. Uh, but anyway, did <laughs> you got anything else you want to talk about?
1: No, but as we close out the show, thank you for listening. Please tweet at us, go to our website, give us your feedback, leave comments. And episode two is in the books. Stay tuned for our next one. As we close out, this is Monique.
0: And I am Alex.
1: And you've been listening to the Homewrecker podcast.
0: You sucked that guy's dick. Yeah. How do you think I knew that he? Wait, but you said you only had sex with three different guys. You never mentioned him. Because I never had sex with him. You sucked his dick. We went out a few times. We never had sex, but we fooled around. Oh, my God. Why did you tell me you only had sex with three different guys? Because I did only have sex with three different guys. That doesn't mean I didn't just go with people. Oh, my God. I feel so nauseous. Sorry, Dante. I thought you understood. I did understand. Mm-hmm. I understood that you had sex with three different guys, and that's all you said. Please calm down. How many? Dante. How many dicks did you suck? How many? Wait. Shut up a second, and I'll tell you. Jesus. I didn't freak out like this when you told me How many girls you fucked? This is different. This is important.
1: How many?